Hi, my name is Panta Kalhor and you're listening to Transition by Panta Kalhor Podcast. I created this platform to help you grow and move forward easier through your transition, whether in parenthood, job transition, healing journey, or starting a brand new life. Episode 81, Green Healing Show, Body and Mind Skills for Wellbeing with Taryn Fulun, mentor, healer, and TEDx speaker. Please subscribe to Panta Kalhor Transition channel in YouTube and order my book Naturally Conceived through Amazon. Get pregnant by unleashing your reproductive power. Green Healing Show and the... Uh, beautiful lady, Tarnif Loon. I'm so grateful to have her here. Eight body mind skills you need for health, wellness, and well-being. And she's the creator of Body-Centered Medicine. Welcome to my show. Thank you. Thank you. Lovely to be here. Thank you. Yes. All right, Tarnif, tell me about yourself first and uh, how did you end up? being a um, creator of body-centered medicine and actually what you're doing and what is your certification. Yeah, tell me about it. So uh, thank you. I actually um, started as a sports medicine physiotherapist when I was in, and I'm from Australia, so I studied in Australia. I did my sports medicine. I did my physiotherapy training, you know, did uh, the general training and then specialized in actual manual therapy in sports medicine. And actually, interesting, I ended up um, specializing in women's health as well because I actually taught, I did a lot of pregnancy exercise classes and childbirth, edu- uh, uh, women staying healthy and fit through their pregnancy and then worked with a lot of pre and postnatal women. So I just thought that was, uh, I, I did, but the, the women who are interested in their health and well-being. So, um, but what happened with my journey in in Australia was that I was discovering that the physical body held a lot of emotion. So a lot of things that were happening mentally were, were well, there was things embedded in the body, and also that the um, that there there were just people. I'd be working on them physically, and there were these other things that were coming forward. And so I ended up doing my masters in uh, coming to the United States and doing my masters in in spiritual psychology, and then ultimately doing my somatic movement training. So I combined the three and created body centered medicine. And so body centered medicine is about really the premise is that the body holds the answers, and when we take time to listen to the body, get out of the head. And listen to, and so that could be listening to the pain, listening to the illness, listening to where you're not, something's getting stuck or something's not happening. For instance, like conceiving, you know, you want to, you want to find out and work with those body parts or work with that deeper, um, deeper information that's embedded in the body. So I, I, I unlock that information. That's interesting because I have a fertility empowerment show and uh, we always talk about, emotion especially those ptsd and depression that you actually carry with yourself from childhood and that can uh, actually affect your body health especially your fertility so uh tell me about your eight body mind skills you need for health thank you i have 
in my um, actually originally my business when I in '98, I actually I've had a few incarnations of my business. I was Mossman Physiotherapy and Sports Injury Center in Australia. Then when I came to do my masters, I created Body Freedom. And in Body Freedom, I created these eight steps and then I've just translated them, I guess, just reworked them into body centered medicine. So, and I think across the board, if anybody tells you anything about health, wellness, or well being, breath, connecting to your breath is your first step. How do you, how do you feel? How do you connect to, how do you relate to yourself through your breath? The second thing in this, and I call it an embodiment process. So it's body sentiment, it's an embodiment and somatic process, soma, somatic being soma, the body, embodiment as in I'm inhabiting my body. It's actually feel, feel the feelings, feel, feel the connection to your body. So a lot of people will do um, mindfulness or they might do yoga or they might do self-care. In fact, I had, I'm doing a, I do a training in body-centered medicine and there was someone today said, I do all these self-care and I take time and I do gratitude, but I don't actually ex necessarily connect to the experience or the feeling inside my body. So feeling the sensations and awarenesses in the body. The third step is to um, relate to relate to what's there, and I use that. I use movement for that. I have a, a movement process that I take people through that I use for that. The fourth step is to find the safe place inside your body. A lot of times, if we've had trauma, if there's been negative experiences, if you're holding a lot of negative, you know, another client said recently, I just want to stop beating myself up with all the things that I say to myself. So it's creating that safe place internally. Most of us don't and don't even think about it. The fifth step is uh, connecting with the pain body, and the pain body could be the physical pain, could be the emotional pain, could be the mental pain like judgments and um, limiting beliefs, or the spiritual pain where they're not really connecting to the divine source. Um, step number, what am I up to? Six. Six is finding that deep stillness in the body. Uh, seven is how to actually. B, become embodied, and eight is the integration of it all. So that's a very quick summary. <laughs> yeah. No, I try to uh, re just integrate it in my mind how it worked for me because I'm also a PTSD coach and fertility coach. And uh, uh, you said uh, feel peaceful in your heart, which I totally believe and believe. Because if you are restless, if you can't um, focus on your treatment, whatever healing you're doing, right. then the treatment doesn't go right. Right. And right. You, you first need to process your PTSD or emotional state before starting any treatment, rather in chronic disease, fertility, whatever. That's what I believe. And uh, yeah, I'm totally on board with that. And when I say when you move into the stillness or that still place, and it's I actually work a lot with um, not just the heart, the, the the pelvic. I work with the what I call the pelvic heart, but the grounded sense of your being. So down in your lower belly, finding that place where we can sur surrender, receive, where we can actually allow the information to be the fullness of it. So, so 
many people connect to the heart. They even get down their awareness down to sort of maybe their belly because that's where they have issues, digestive issues. That's where their anxiety lives. But then to get down in and rest into the lower belly. So the stillness I invite people down is into the lower belly, pelvic region, and into that place where we receive and surrender. Yeah, surrender is so important because that's the first thing I always uh, recommend to my clients, even myself. I use it a lot um, because I, I was struggling with fertility issues for some time. And as soon as I start surrendering, yes. then healing is started. And uh, I also know something about the breath you mentioned in the beginning. Uh -huh. I had a little bit asthma, mm. and when I went to acupuncture, acupuncture, he said, "You first we need to treat your asthma because you have lot of lot of phlegm. Mm -hmm. Everything is in is accumulated here, so you right. cannot have the deep breath. Right. Breath is very important because that's the way you actually create energy, right? You bring all the ox oxygen to your body and create this flow in your body. And breath also brings you back to your body, brings you back to that awareness in your body. And breath, when I, I often work with breath, it's like you to start to feel it, it it'll, it'll helps you inhabit the bo your body it does oxygenate, does lots of wonderful things. And then you can start to follow the movement or start to feel deeper in around the area with your breath. So if you've got an area that's in pain or an area that's feeling stuck or an area that's not functioning well, you take your breath around the area. It helps hold the support so you can listen to it so it can start to share with you. It can start to unwind. It can start to release what information it's got there. Yes, beautiful. Yeah. So give me some recommendation uh, to somebody who actually cannot um, perform well. Let's say she has some chronic disease or she has some fertility issues. What is the first thing you recommend? So I'm going to... Uh... I'll, I'll think of an example. I'll do one with fertility and I'll do one. I'll also can talk to you one about a more chronic um, problem. But um, the fertility, the woman who came to me was on IVF trying to get pregnant. And this was her last, this was her last go. This was it. She was already 46. She'd already done it a number of times. This was the last ditch. And um, she'd been a client of mine before, and so, and of course, they were spending all their money on getting pregnant. So, but she just felt, I got to try this. So we, we, I, we, so I used the breath and attention to go down into the into the, the the reproductive area and feeling into the uterus, the ovaries, into the vagina. We just go through the whole reproductive, and what we found the lining of her uterus was resisting her getting pregnant because she had a mother who was her mother who was suicidal and was always forever trying to commit suicide her mother never did her mother's still alive but she was very traumatized and actually she tried to commit suicide when she was 13 and so this lining of the uterus was just saying mm -mm, we're not bringing in a baby into the world 
because it's just too unsafe and it's been too traumatic. Anyway, we worked with that and she now has a healthy three or four year old. She got pregnant. So beautiful. And that that was that one was really uh, an interesting one because it often it is the uterus or it could be the ovaries or something, but this was actually the lining of the uterus that was resisting the the um you know the impregnation, the the, the implantation. So um, and then with a chronic problem, and I'll talk. Um, I'll, I'll actually talk about a physical one. There's I've done work with diseases. I've done work. This also turns up with relationship, money, um, you know, work, purpose, all sorts of things because it's all in the body. But this was a a woman recently. Oh, recently in the last couple of years, she came to me with very chronic neck and back pain, neck and shoulder pain. And um, and actually, neck and shoulder and back pain is one of my specialties. Is um, and so she wasn't resolving, and she tried acupuncture and physical therapy and chiropractic and massage and you know Reiki treatments and all sorts of things, and it, and it relieves it, but it wasn't coming. It wasn't it wasn't holding. It kept reoccurring, and really, what it turned out to, she was extremely. She was in a very punishing even though externally it looked fine, but inside her marriage she had a very uh, a verbally abusive husband who'd made her feel she just couldn't find a voice. She didn't know who she was anymore. She didn't know she was in reaction. She was always sort of defending herself. And so as we've worked with her, she's actually got out of her marriage and now and she's a wonderful musician that she's never She's never, for 35 years, she just suppressed herself. So now at 60, she's starting to become a musician again and writing music and producing, and it's just been glorious. But she was very oppressed for a long time. So there are two examples. You know, that's interesting. I always talk about this in, even in my book, Natural Conceive. One part of the healing, getting back to creation. Yes. Because when you start creating and starting new things your body break the um old habit of pain and all the pattern that you have mm -hmm. and you just try to distract yourself from pain with focusing on something creative and creation especially for reproductive functions because you have to create a baby right so when you start creating something in your real world, your body get the mm, sign and start creating inside. And and also for me with with and this is actually not just getting pregnant, but it's actually with everything that this creativity is exactly. the creative place is in the lower belly, it's in the pelvis. So that's why I work a lot with helping people become more embodied. And grounded, but once you move into that creative place, which is housed in the lower belly, in the pelvis, the second chakra, first chakra, whatever you want to call it, but it, but that area of the body, once I know it and I can allow myself to be creative, I mean, lots of things happen. It's baby, babies get conceived, but you know, relationships, money flows, all sorts of things happen. So it's very, very, very important. Very important. Beautiful. Yes. Okay, we continue our discussion. I love to talk about the six and seven part of your um, topics. And then uh, we need a few seconds break and we come back. Sure.
So you'd like me to talk about yes the, uh, the number that I think what uh, six and seven. So stillness and and embodiment. Yes, yes. We come okay. back. Please subscribe to Panta Calhoun Transition Channel and order my book Naturally Conceived through Amazon. Thank you for watching. All right. Can you start <laughs> from uh, six, seven, and eight? Because I know by the five, we already discussed some. Some of the pain body, yes. That's, and that's yes. the pain body part, if you will, or the place where we're stuck. That's, that's the premise. That's the, um, not the premise, that's the, um, the crux of my work. That's where I work with most people. Most people. And then once that we've, once we've, starting to unwind what's been held there where the trauma is the negative negative beliefs the you're holding the limiting the how you're holding yourself and limiting yourself then you can start to move into finding that place of receptivity and surrender i can start to move into being okay being in my own body right i can start to feel that there's there's an exchange between it's not just me out on my own but there's an exchange between me and another me and the and the, the earth me and the universe and so that creates uh, extraordinary amount of possibility it also creates um where thing creates i don't know but it opens up to that then there can be this flow and so i find when i move into the stillness and the embodiment um and the integration i mean all of these three really belong together that i start getting quote unquote taken care of or you know things just fall into place or you know it's like there's it, it, you know like you talk about the divine intervention or the divine flow certainly when you move into six seven and eight right six seven and eight yes that we that so when you start when you move into stillness you start listening at a deeper level and being guided by that. As I become more embodied, I'm more grounded, I'm more centered, I'm more aware, and I'm more able to take what I'm hearing and trust it. And then, of course, the integration is about knowing that all of these steps, all of this is needed for me to be fully functional, alive, and, and thriving, having a thri thriving in my life. And I have to say... I'm here I am at 60, I'm thriving. And I could not say that I was doing that at 20, even though I had you lots of energy. You look like 60, to be honest. You don't look like 60. I don't feel like 60, I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, this, I think this work, this work I do, this embodiment you know, work is very somatic embodiment work. But, but living an embodied life actually does make you feel younger. I, my body's still very flexible. I, I have a few aging issues, but there's nothing, nothing major. I mean, it's you know. I think we're always when we um, when we live choose to live in a more embodied, so a, a body centered life. I just think there's more. There's always life's very rich. There's more to be discovered, and and I think it does keep you younger. And I've got a client um, right now who. Uh, she's 80 and she's still giving massages and she's still out in her garden and she still can put a, a leg up over her head and wow. so it really does keep you much, much younger because you're not fighting the mind, you're not fighting the the thoughts, you're not fighting the 
well, should I be doing that or am I good enough or am I missing out or should I have said that? You're not doubting yourself. You're just saying, oh, well, I made a mistake then so I'm letting it go or I probably shouldn't have said that but it's, you know, I and, and you, you live much more in forgiveness. forgiveness. Yes. So um, I just want to know more explanation about embodiment. What do you mean embodiment? What do I mean in embodiment? Embodiment is really about I can feel my breath I can feel the feeling that's present so if I take just in this moment mm -hmm. what are you aware of right what are the feelings what are the sensations what's your connection to the earth if you will the ground the ground so grounded so a grounded sense of self you know it's like how am I feeling anchored so am i up here or am i down deep in my body so um and it's 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 can i can i tr embodiment is also can i be in that feeling i'm in that safe place i'm safe inside my body embodiment is also about am i can i if i've got something that triggered me this morning i had something that triggered me and it triggered an old pattern of I'm of no value, right? It was very quick, right? It wasn't, didn't last for long, but I watched myself contract and I felt it, not just watched it, I felt it. I owned it. So embodiment is I've owned the feeling, I've owned the reaction, and I recognize where it's come from, and then I, I see, you know what, that's actually not a real truth. I don't really, I can beat myself up about that or I can just let it go. So it's really being able, it's being in a deep, truthful conversation with yourself. Embodiment is also about being really authentic. Like, can I be here and speak to you from my true authentic voice? Beautiful. Uh, does that, does, does that, does that? Yes, yes, for sure, yeah. So, <laughs> and this is, Eight one, you said you integrate everything together. Right? You connect them. Yeah, integration. Really, what I do with that, the piece of that piece of work that I do is really about. Um, it's still embodiment, but it's integration is co really committing to yourself. It's really saying, I come first, but not from a narcissistic, self-centered, self-serving place, but rather. Can I de deeply listen and commit to feeling my feelings, taking time to be truthful to myself of what I'm feeling? And I'm a, can I find the way to express it that doesn't, that comes from compassion, kindness, um, loving? And so I'm committing to really taking all that I've learned, all that I know about myself, and then holding it in a place of love and tenderness and compassion, and then doing that with another as well. So I'm not projecting onto someone or I'm not allowing them to project onto me. Beautiful, thank you. So do you have any freebie, any uh, program that you can offer to my audience? I have a number of things um, that I, um, I have. Um, I'm actually, can I just check, did I send you something that we're going to give out or no? Did I give you a special gift? I'm not sure if I did. Um, if I did, I, it, I, I, I can't remember, but that's okay. I, I actually do. I have um, a free Tuesday night meditation um, that I, I invite everybody to come. You can go, if you go to tarnifaloon.com that's on the screen there, 
um, you'll find um, on my website, on the homepage, you just click on that and you can come to that. So I invite everybody to come. That's, it's, uh, I think it's Tuesday night in it's uh, embodiment meditations. It's body-centered meditations. So I take through, and each month I have a different um, theme. And then I also am doing um, a fundamentals of body-centered medicine. So if you want to learn about body-centered medicine at a deeper level, learn about these steps, I've got a workshop coming on June 11th and 12th. And so everybody on this um, call, you'll have to probably email me, or um, it, and it's available on the website as well, um, is a 25% discount. It's a very reasonable price. Thank you so much. Yes, sorry. sorry. You actually wrote the same thing in your uh, profile, yeah. Okay, okay great. Excellent. So, com is your website. Yes. And is that your Facebook or Instagram, Tarnifuloon? You have both? Yes, everything. That's everything. I mean, okay. I've also got it under body-centered medicine. You can find me under both. But my URL is Tarnifuloon. So that's just easy. And at Tani Falloon is Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. I've got lots of YouTube um, videos, free videos. So if anybody wants to experience my work or hear hear me, that's you'll see me on uh, you'll find me on YouTube as well. Beautiful. We have a few minutes left. So I just wanna know if you have any recommendation for uh, COVID, this pandemic situation that we are mm -hmm. in. Uh, yeah, if you can help us to relieve from this. Yes, that I think the COVID's been really challenging. A lot of people have become very anxious, very depressed, um, very felt very isolated, um, and then it's brought up some of old traumas and old um, limiting beliefs, negative beliefs, judgments. It's really stirred the pot, and I know for me, um, for a couple of months there, July, January and February, because I normally am with family over Christmas, and both my husband and I, we live in the United States, um, but, but he's from Sweden, I'm from Australia, so we often are with family. So it was really, I could feel myself just not doing so well. So one of the, I do know these practices, of the practice I do, and the, I have a meditation, a body-centering meditation and a movement practice, that's really served me deeply. So the thing, the, the piece around COVID is to is to actually embrace in embrace the 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 I don't want to say this the feeling of isolation, but embrace what's present and find the gift. But but it's not just finding it up in your head. It's like feeling in your body, what is it that I'm really needing? And if you need connecting with someone or you need to reach out and reach friend, I think a lot of people I also found pulled away and then weren't reaching out. Everybody just isolated and forgot to connect. And so it's really important to, you know, reach out. Now we're starting to come out of it, but or some of us, uh, certainly California is, but um, is reach out and get your friends or, you know, find ways to connect and and. What we said right at the very beginning is find that connection to your creative self, really connect into that creativity. It's a really great, it's been a really great time to not just clean out cupboards and all and you know do some extra things around the house, but actually find some creative projects. So I know people who've you know learned to paint 
and draw and people are doing singing lessons. And so it's a wonderful time to connect more into your creative self. And I think the last thing I'd say is connect to your divine connection. Take time for that meditation. Take time to go into your stillness. Go Take time to just connect to the earth and, and listen to that, that greater mystical unknown energy that runs through our body and runs through our life. Beautiful. Yes, those are great recommendations. We definitely do because uh, this is the best time you spend more time at home and mm -hmm. i remember before covid everybody had a dream <laughs> to stay at home a little bit and uh, <laughs> spend more time with the family no it's covid everybody want to go out have, be busy you know yeah. that's the human nature yes but that's fine um for me, it was a good time because I had this opportunity to have podcast interviews, you know, and I learn every day. And creativity is part of my life because every day I do create lots of posters, lots of podcasts, books, you know. Yes. Yeah, everybody have this blessing to enjoy this time. Very true. Very yes. true. Thank you so much for being uh, in this show we really enjoy talking to you and hopefully we see you again yes it was lovely thank you so much i really enjoyed being with you thank you thank you Good bye